Red Foxes have done it again. 65 to 62 winners in overtime over Eastside. Hartsville is the boys 3A state basketball champion for a second straight year. Unbelievable, man. I'll tell you, y'all. We dream of this, and it finally came true, so um, I, I just thank God, man. You know, it feels great, man. Uh, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be with you guys, the team, the coach, Sam, and everybody at Hartsville. Heart Welcome back, welcome back to The Den here in Hartsville for another episode of Hartsville Hoops Radio Show Podcast. This is episode three of season one, and I am Nathan Barr, your host, and I'm here with my boy, everybody's boy, Shaquez Pendergrass. Yo, yo. I want to give a shout out to my boy Trey on his successful minor surgery on his tonsils. Yeah, we're going to give a shout out to Trey on the tonsil surgery. Get well soon. Yeah, get better. Uh, So, Quez, how was your week? You know, my week was good, but you know, it kind of went fast, you know, with the uh, project, big project I had this week. You know what I'm saying? It took up most of my week. And uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, the football team. You know, my boys had a big win, you know, this weekend against Wilson, you know, 13 14. Uh, there was a lot of things going on out there, but you know, we pulled through, we pulled through. What about you, Nate? Well, it was good. It was a good weekend. Went to a haunted house with some of the boys. It's kind of funny, but all, all together, yeah, I had a good week. Um, so we are here with a special guest here today. The new head coach of the Lady Red Foxes, Justin Johnson. How is how are you doing today, coach? Pretty good. Thank you for having me on. Uh, um tell us some things about yourself, coach. You know, like where are you originally from? Uh, I'm originally from New York, uh Harlem to be exact. Um, moved to South Carolina about halfway through my childhood, so I've been here since. So I've spent some time both places. Um, been coaching now for about a decade, or a little over a decade, and uh, I'm just excited to be at the helm. So what is your coaching background? Um, started out at Manning High um, as a junior, actually. I started coaching when I was a junior in high school, so I knew I wanted to be a coach pretty early. Um, from there, well, I should say I started on a guy by the name of John Thames. He's a Hall of Famer. He ended up passing away a couple of years ago, and that's actually why I'm doing girls basketball, um, just to kind of pay tribute to him and, and kind of be a branch on that tree. So I'm excited about that. Coach had well over 700 wins, bona fide Hall of Famer. You go look in the record book, he's there. Um, obviously, I don't know if I'll ever get there, but uh, I just wanted to pay a little homage to him. Um, after that, I went to Newberry College um, on their staff on the women's side for a couple years uh, when I first got there we were like 17 in the nations you know so I walked into a really good program really good situation um, worked on the boys side or the men's side the next year under Steve DeMayo who's now the head coach at Northwest Florida um, who's won JUCO national championship and probably get another one this year um, coached over at uh, at the governor's school so I was here in Hartsville for a little while uh, did three years at the governor's school uh, one, two years as the uh, head coach for the boys program there and then left there and went to Dorman um, coached there uh, won a state title there um, and uh, then I went to Shaw last year and now I'm here so that's that's my whole spiel well you know um, 
Tell us um, a little bit about what made you want to join us here at Hartsville. Uh, it's pretty simple. Um, you know, you look at the facility, the resources, the uh, expectations. Um, I think at the end of the day, I want it to be somewhere where the expectations match the resources. You know, some some schools, they want you to be a miracle worker, yeah. but they don't want to put the funds out there. Um, Hartsville is definitely not that school. Um, obviously, with uh, Mr. Lewis and Ms. Horton being in their first years, uh, I felt like I could get behind what they wanted to do with the program and where they wanted to see it go. Okay, well, here's another question. Uh, what's the difference between coaching girls and coaching boys? I don't, I don't think there is a difference, you know, and I've coached, I've coached both for the better part of my career. Um, men, women, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, players want to be challenged. They want to be held accountable. Um, they may not like it, but they, at the end of the day, they respect it. They want to get better, and they want to know that you care. I don't think you can find a girl or a boy that's going to differ in that. You know, so to me, there isn't a difference there. Some people want you to make a distinction because they think you should maybe be uh, a little nicer to the girls and a little tougher to the guys. But at the end of the day, I, I've gone out there, you know, women in practice, and, and they've been able to handle it, handle it, and I've been able to go out the men in practice, and they've been able to handle it. So at the end of the day, it's do you have players in your program that want to be coached? That's just what it comes down to. Male, female, that won't matter. Okay, okay. Well, explain us, you know, getting down the right path, will, how that will affect your team. You know? Uh, you know, at the end of the day, as a head coach, you never really know what the right path is for your team, you know, because each year is a different process. You know, what was the right path last year may not be the right path this year. So you really have to size it up. You have to size up personality. You have to size up what your team brings to the table. Um, and then you have to make a decision and then you got to put all your resources behind that decision. You know, and sometimes you get it right, and sometimes you get it wrong. Hopefully you get it right more times than you get it wrong, or else you're going to be on the outside looking in. But at the end of the day, as far as right path, I think you'll always be headed down the right path if you have high-character individuals in your program. You know, like if you have that, you're going to be well on your way. Um, if you have high-character coaches, high-character players, um, managers, it doesn't matter. Like everybody that's associated with your program, trainer, whoever, they need to be high-character individuals. They need to be people you can trust. They need to be people that are loyal. You can you can go from there. Well, what are uh, what are some of the slightest things that might throw your girls off? Um, at this point, I would think it would be just getting used to a new coach. You know, um, my terminology. Um, little idiosyncrasies I may have that you know the past coach didn't have or, or whatever you know like so if they're they're able to uh, get beyond that get beyond the personality differences um, they'll be okay but if they get caught up on that I could see that being a hang-up if well we didn't do this last year you know but that doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong so what plays a key role in your team success this year um, at the end of the day it's what I told my coaching staff last week. Um, we got to have a team that's led by players and not necessarily led by coaches. So if we're going to be successful, we got to be a player-led team. You know, because those teams, in my opinion, go farther than coach-led teams. I can sit and embark all day, right? I don't have a problem doing that as a coach because it's basketball. I can talk that all day. But if I'm the one having to police things in practice, if I'm the one having to police things in the locker room that – our leaders should be policing, then we're not going to go as far as we need to go. Because at the end of the day, you're not taking responsibility for the program. You're not holding your teammate accountable. And when that's not happening, we're not going to go far. 
What are some of the games, you know, that you're looking forward to this season? All of them. Mm. Every single one of them. Um, because I think each game is going to tell us something different about this team. Um, obviously, you open up with Sumter, 5A program, pretty early. You get to figure out where you are. Um, you know, but I, I know people want to jump all the way to region play. But I'm, I'm a huge proponent of December. I think that's where your team really grows. I definitely think you grow around that Christmas tournament time when you don't have anything else to focus on but basketball. Like, I think you see teams really turn the corner or they really regress, you know, and I'm hoping we're that team that turns that corner during that time frame where we're like, okay, we, we know what we can do. We're ready for region play, and it's going to be a tough region. I mean, we, you know, every game in there is going to be a battle, and I'm looking forward to it. So with all the success of the Lady Red Foxes <laughs> over in history, do you feel the pressure to win now, like to win now? Um, here's what I always say. You can't put pressure on me that I don't already have on myself, okay? So whatever whatever pressure there may be from the community, magnify that by 10, that's me. You know, that's the pressure I'm putting on myself. So at the end of the day, yes, I recognize the, the history, the heritage. It's there. You know, I, I came in and I told the girls in the summer, all I would say is 1992, right? 1992. That's the last time we won one, right? So that's all I've been preaching is 1992. How do we get back there? You know, that's the goal, that's the mission, and I want to get there as quickly as we can, you know. But we're not going to cheat the process. We're going to go through it. Uh, we're going to learn what we need to learn. We're going to grow. We're a pretty young team. I think we only have one senior in the group that, that may possibly make this team. So that's a pretty young team. We'll, we'll be okay. Um, but at the end of the day, when I went to Dorman, the expectation was high. You know, when you're at when you're at the college level, the expectation high. It's put up or shut up. You know, so for me, that pressure is what you make it to be. You know, some people can handle it, some can't. All right, if you uh if you wasn't coaching basketball, what would be what would you be doing? You know, outside of basketball. Um, I'd probably uh, be working in human resources. That's actually what my master's is in. Um, I'd probably be working in that, and I'd probably be. Uh, a college official. I, I love the ref at the college level, so that's probably what I would be doing. Okay, so here's a trivia question that we've been discussing for a long time. You have one billion dollars on the table, and you have to pick five players in the NBA to to beat the the ultimate team. And if you win, you win that one billion dollars. The people you have to face is Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, Magic Johnson, and LeBron James. Uh oh, <laughs> that's pretty simple. Um, to beat that group, you need a team that's willing to share the ball. So, because I think you got too many alphas on that team, and they're they're going to be ball heavy and dominant. So, I would go with Jason Kidd at the point, Reggie Miller at the shooting guard. Um, my small forward would honestly be a a, a new kid is uh, Kawhi Leonard. Um, my power forward would be Tim Duncan, and in the in the center position. Mm, I think you throw it up, but at the end of the day, I'll probably go with Akeem Olajuwon. So that would be my group, and we go to work. What about you, you know? Quest? What's your team? Well, you know, I actually went with, you know, Ella Iverson at the point, shake Mike a little bit. Then I actually went with uh, James Harden at the two. You know what I'm saying? He'll give Kobe a bucket all night. And That's then uh, no D. I went with Julius Irving, you know. Okay. Dr. J, you know, you got to keep the doctor around. Mm -hmm. And then Kevin Durant, you know, went with him at the four, you know. He could play that position, I, I honestly think so. Uh, 
And then most of all, you know, I went with uh, Anthony Davis at the uh, the big, the big position. Mm. So um, tell us about a little bit about your fantasy team, Nate. Right. So point guard, I'm gonna go with Bill Russell. You know, shooting guard, I'm gonna go with Larry Bird, the shooter, the ultimate shooter. Oh, <laughs> ultimate shooter. <laughs> and small forward, I'll go with Kevin Durant. The power forward, I'll go with Karl Malone, and the center, I'll go with Matumbo. Mm, not in his house. <laughs> he gonna kill Shaq. No, I forgot about the tumble. I actually probably should have meant that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the topic for today. Well, you know, how do you stay on the right path? First off, you know, staying on the right path. About that, I've been going through a lot lately in the past, you know, and now I'm trying to get back on the right path by being a senior year. By being it, by it being my senior year, I got to finish out strong. By doing things like keeping my GPA high, that's first thing, you know. I always want to keep those grades up. To everybody that's out there, keep those grades high. You'll be most successful in life with the grades. Amen. And uh, then, you know, I want to walk walk across the stage, you know. That's that's what I'm here for, you know. I made it this far. It's time. And least of all, you know, I want to I win that championship with my boys, you know. Yeah, yeah. We worked pretty hard this summer. What about you, Nate? So... How to stay on the right path for me? I know, like I've been, I struggled a little bit in school. I know my ninth grade year, I struggled a little bit in school. I picked it up my tenth and eleventh grade, and I try to do my best, everything I can do with my education and play basketball. I want to play in that next level, no matter where I go. I want to do good in school, and got to keep that GPA up. And I got to do good this year since I'm a junior. Got to do good in my SAT or my ACT. And I know, like in the past, I've had situations where. I've been pressured to the point where it's bad, like, don't do it, but I've actually rejected that and done the right thing and hold myself accountable. So how about you, Coach? Uh, I guess for me, staying on the right path, I kind of live by this motto is look down at your feet, wear your feet, you know, try to be in the moment, um, and in that moment, you know, lean on your values, you know, everybody's got a core set of values, so I just try to stick to those, and at the end of the day, if I do it my way, you know, leaning on my values, I'm, I'm usually okay with whatever path that may be. And sometimes that's not popular. You know, honestly, a lot of times that's not popular. But, you know, I think you find out the most about yourself when you're able to stick to your guns and go down a path that people may not be willing to go yeah. down. So that's that's pretty much how I would stay on the right path. Well, it seems like we wrapped up for this show, episode three, season one. Shaquez, or Coach, would you like to give any shout-outs? Uh, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my D2 coaching buddies that uh, started practice yesterday. Uh, I wish you all the best. Uh, good luck to all the high school coaches getting ready for a season. Um, each season brings a different process, so embrace it. Um, big shout-out to everybody who supports me. Um, and uh, uh, a personal shout-out to my grandmother, who's uh, actually coming home today. She's been in rehab after suffering a heart attack so she'll be coming home today and i'm pretty excited about that what about uh, you quiz uh, i want to give a shout out to uh my boy trey hannibal and of course again the football team on the big win over wilson and uh i want to give a shout out on um, my principal corey lewis for that big principal job this year um i shout out to my boys basketball boys hope we go we're gonna go somewhere and i want to shout out to Corey Lewis, like you said, for being the principal this year. Shout out to football for getting that victory. And 
That's it. Thanks for listening today with uh, episode three, part one. Uh, we are Red Foxes. <laughs>